Beautiful greetings, everybody. My name is Alex Flores. And I am Meredith Frigo. And you're listening to Tea Time with Bitter and Sweet. Just what my ohm sounded like. I have one of those voices that's really, really good for like um, throat singing. Yeah, and like hymn, like hymnal type of like um, how do you say? Um, you know, in music. That too, but um, chanting is what I'm trying to get. Uh, old traditional chanting. You know what I mean? Yes. So. <laughs> Anyway, Alex. so um, uh, fun little tidbit. Did you know that um, I think, oh goodness, I'm going to butcher how you, Taoist, 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 the religion of Taoism? I don't know. Taoist. I can't think of how to say it, but I know what Taoist, you're talking about. Taoist, yeah, okay, so Taoist and, and um, Buddhist, uh, traditional people Mm -hmm. believe that om om is the sound of creation Mm. and scientists there are some scientists who debate that the vowels and the consonants made in the sound of om are actually that's true like Mm. that that is real like the sound of creation was an om like that's what like that's what it was so whenever they meditate they always do the om Om. because it connects you with the creation of life (laughs) Yeah, no, I got Fun you. Fun little tidbit. <laughs> and that being said, Alex, yes, what are you drinking? I'm drinking my favorite thing ever. I know I've used this too often. Mm-hmm. Um, the Republic of Tea, matcha green tea. It, it is very good. It's and you made me lovely. some too. I did. Um, in mine, I have just a little spruce of lemon juice. That rhymed. <laughs> a little spruce of lemon juice. Hey, hey. Um, and also just a small, small, small tidbit of sugar mm. because I needed something to kind of counteract the balance of the acidity mm-hmm. because matcha itself is, it doesn't, it's not an acid kind of thing. It's kind but of bitter. It, yeah. It has that bitter flavor. And then whenever you add lemon juice on it, it gives it a little bit of acidity. So I needed something to kind of smooth it out. So I have lemon, sugar, and a very, very small amount of almond milk. Yeah. And I love the color. Of matcha. It's beautiful. It really is. It is. It's, it's very naturely. A beautiful green. Mm-hmm. Um, which is appropriate. And the reason, dear listeners, why we were saying om oh. at the very beginning of this podcast is because today we'll be discussing uh, little portions of what meditation is. We will not be, you know, telling you everything about it. Do no. not consider this a comprehensive course. <laughs> um, we're not that pompous. No. <laughs> this is just some information just for your information. Yes. So. Um, a little tidbit. L- little tidbits, indeed. We should have a segment called Little Tidbit. <laughs> I guess so. You know but you mean? kind of do it anyway. I do. So that's okay. 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 We'll go over that later. How about some history? <laughs> okay, yeah. Tell me all about meditation. Okay, so the first signs of in history that meditation existed was in 1500 BCE. Very nice. Before Common Era. So uh, it showed up in the early 
Hindu schools, so schools mm-hmm. in, in the Hindu religion, mm-hmm. they would use meditation as a practice. Yeah. So it would be incorporated into their daily routine. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then in the 6th and 4th centuries uh, is when um, Buddhism kind of uh, made it their own. Like they, they kind of created their own. It flowered. <laughs> like a lotus. <laughs> <laughs> it prospered. <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, Buddhists kind of took in this practice of meditation, mm-hmm. of mindfulness, of and, and they made it kind of their own thing mm-hmm. um, for their... It's not a religion, it's a way of life, but, yeah, you know, they, they chose to... Yes. Make it their own. Yes. My last little part of my history is that it comes from the word meditatum, um, and it means to ponder. It's the Latin word for to ponder. Mm. So I just thought all those things were a little interesting. Yeah. Just for your information. Yeah. I feel like most religions have some, some sort of meditative aspect. Like in Catholicism, we say our Hail Marys. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say we because I'm not really Catholic. <laughs> But um, we say them. <laughs> I was raised Catholic, but I don't consider myself a Catholic person. Yeah, um, I'm an eighth Italian, and I should be Catholic, but I'm not. <laughs> In Catholicism, they <laughs> do say their Hail Marys, um, and then they're supposed to be in silence. Yeah. I mean, there's this whole thing. And of course, and the could, Hail Mary is a prayer. in general yeah. could be considered a meditation, I guess, mm-hmm. depending on who you talk to. Yeah. There'd be some people that'd be like, no, it is fucking not. <laughs> because it's uh, some people in- associate it mm-hmm. with Hinduism, Buddhism, yeah. that kind of thing. So some people really detest it because yeah. they feel like those things are wrong. Oh, and like yeah. if you're a super Christian, mm-hmm. you might be like, mm, no. But most um, Catholic hymnals were based out of Gregorian chant. Right. And um, a lot of people don't know that. And uh, does Gregorian chant have anything to do with Hindu? I'm not 100% sure the origins of Gregorian chant. We should know. <laughs> but I can't, I can't think... Uh, <laughs> To my music history days. Music history days. I'm just glad I passed the class. Uh, in my looking, I found that there were um, different types of meditation. Mm-hmm. So one of them is spiritual meditation. So a religious form of meditation. So yes. uh, you are, it's either silent or spoken or uh, orchestrated prayer of some sort. Mm-hmm. And that is considered a form of meditation. Like I said, it's mm-hmm. it's more like a Hindu and Buddhist mm-hmm. kind of practice. So I would like to point out that um, the focus, I guess, in your historic guidance is uh, relatively centered around that continent and how they came up and came to be and, and the that's spiritual where, practices. And that's where it, yeah. it originated. That's how meditation came to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, supposedly. I um, am going to call bullshit, but <laughs> so um, this is from mindfulness uh, organization, dot, uh, mindfulness organization. So it's mindful.org, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, but it's a, I mean, I am, mm-hmm. uh, I believe this mm-hmm. wholeheartedly just yeah. because I think that it's very, um, it's always been very much associated with that culture. Yeah. Um, Asian cultures and Yes. The like. I think that on our own continent of lovely little, the Americas, um, (laughs) back uh, in the day, 
What day is that? I don't know. Exactly. So before, you don't know which came first. Before um, before the uh, colonization of the Europeans over to the Americas, mm-hmm. uh, there were many, many Native Americans and Native American peoples who had witch doctors and shamans who also practiced a form of meditation. Um, they use different types of tobaccos, different types of herbs to connect to their spiritual selves. And, um, they would pass around different types of concoctions and it could have been potions. It could have been smoke. It could have been very many different things, but they believed in spirituality when it pertains to finding your center and exploring the spiritual world that is around you and that is within nature. So I think that there was a meditative aspect and, you know, Uh, Native American meditation uh, music is very, very prevalent in the Native American culture. They have uh, very renowned musicians and artists who practice meditative flute and who practice uh, Native American. They're not called hymnals. They're not really called chants. No, but um, they're music. Yeah, it's, it's music what it is. But I think on the other side of the world, on the other side of the continent, we did have something similar. You know, it oh, wasn't, sure. I don't, I don't think it was called meditation per se. No, but well, it was but a I form. Do, yeah. Right. Right. But I do think that because that's where civilization somewhat, you know, grew and started from. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was way back in like, mm-hmm. not the, not 1500s of this, mm-hmm. you know, time, but before yeah. even. So I, I am fairly confident. I saw a couple of sources where it said like that was the big, the origins of meditation, Mm -hmm. but I do believe that many civilizations have started their own version of it. Yeah. I don't think that it's, um, categorized as one specific definition or you can't really categorize it as one specific aspect of uh, a practice or a lifestyle. Well, I think that a lot of people have kind of come together to say, well, this is what we believe it is. And this is how we're going to dictate or define it. You know what I mean? So the types of meditations. Yeah. Yeah. So the, like I said, the first one is the spiritual one, Mm -hmm. like what you and I are talking about with religion or, um, Mm -hmm. a spiritual life practice. Yeah whether it be chanting or praying or spoken or silent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually in a religious context. Mm-hmm. There are other versions of this, um, like kind of what we practice. Well, I say we, I practice this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you do or not. Do you, do you meditate? You know, the, I think there are a lot of things that I do within my life that have uh, an underlying foundation. Like a meditative of, Yeah, a purpose. meditative purpose. But I don't like sit in a corner uh with my legs crossed and silence, close my eyes and do it home. <laughs> I don't do one of those. I, I used to, I used to really study different religions. I used to study Buddhism. It was a huge, huge study of mine for a really long time. Um, I Ching or I Chang. I don't know exactly how you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, I studied it for a while, but I don't right. really, I mean, like there are different aspects of different religions that have many different things like this. And when I was young, I always prayed. And I do find that that is very meditative for some people. Sure. I don't do the same type of traditional praying that I used to do. Uh, it's a very spiritual practice for me now that isn't associated with any one type of organized religion. Right. But I think that everybody kind of has that underlying foundation of meditative practices. You know what I mean? Yes. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I do meditate. I do the weird thing where you sit in the corner and you're silent <laughs> for a while. You have your, your palms faced up on your knees and yeah. I have my eyes closed. I don't do the ohm. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know that I would feel silly. I think I would just disturb Russell. 
he'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Um, but anyway, this is the kind of, uh, practice that I do. Um, so another type of meditation is mindfulness meditation. Mm -hmm. And this is more of my shtick, like what more would I do? So you're acknowledging Mm -hmm. reality, you're observing your thoughts, um, focusing on your breath and, you know, living in the present moment. Mm -hmm. You're, you're bringing yourself back to your body and this can help decrease anxiety and depression and stress. Yes. And so it's very good for you. Um, they say that many successful people meditate. Mm -hmm. That's not why I started. I mostly started because I like to find ways to relieve my stress that are natural. I don't like to medicate the problem in quotes Mm -hmm. and you can medicate the problem many ways through Mm -hmm. alcohol, through drugs, through whatever sex, violence, yes, rock and roll, (laughs) lots of things (laughs) you could do. So I feel like this is a very healthy way to decrease that. So uh, the second type of meditation uh, meditation is mindfulness and, uh, which I feel like is the most practice. I think it is the most practice. Um, there is a book that I've read an author that I really, really, really enjoy. His name is Eckhart Tolle Mm -hmm. and, um, he has two books. Well, he has more than two books, but there are two books specifically that are very centered around this type of focus. The first book is called the power of now. It is your ability to be conscious of the current moment and yes. not live in the in the past yeah. or not live living in the, in the present yeah to live in the present and it's all about your self-awareness of the reality that is around you which i feel like is a common theme with all of these types is that mm-hmm. you want to be self-aware you yes. want to be awareness. living in the time you are right now mm-hmm. um so the next form is movement meditation mm-hmm. so uh, the most common form of this i can think of is yoga i would think of dancing Well, it just depends. So like in this example, like this website that I found, which Mm -hmm. is the same one I got the history from, Mm -hmm. um, movement meditation, like yoga and Tai Chi is their examples because you're moving slowly and consciously Mm -hmm. in a specific way. Um, and you're, you're being conscious of how your body feels, where your body is, the space that you're taking up. And so you are feeling that. And then once you have that, it carries on to other parts of your life, Mm -hmm. like dancing, if you dance, Or uh, they gave examples like gardening or walking your dog or doing some chores. Mm -hmm. It can become a meditative process. Yeah. I can't imagine washing dishes being a meditative process. I can. I'm glad for you. I think it is a meditative process for me because I I didn't used to like washing dishes. But whenever I'm washing dishes, my mind is so clear. And, you know, muscle memory just takes over. I detest it. (laughs) (laughs) I I have a real hard time with dishes. (laughs) I know a lot of people do, but I think that there are practices in our lives that can be meditative and they're just kind of like a daily activity. You know what I I mean? um, I don't want to say a lot, but I think many people do this. They, Mm -hmm. there is something in their lives that it's almost like they can just almost zone out, I guess. Yes. And you can, can not zone out, I guess, but live in the present. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's not something that takes all your mind power. It clears away all of the clutter that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. You know, studies have found that we have roughly 50,000 thoughts a day. And 90% of those thoughts are the same thoughts that we've had uh, for the last day or two. And um, you just keep recycling those thoughts and you keep bringing them up and it clutters your mind and you get stressed out or you're constantly worrying. And there are activities that you can do, like washing dishes for Mm. some people. Some people is walking their dog. Or, you know, sitting down and meditating, if that's that's your thing. 
Um, something else that I, uh, another form of uh, type of meditation is focused meditation, which I thought was really Ooh. interesting. And I like mm-hmm. this a lot and I might start doing it more often. I feel like I do this occasionally, but I feel like I should do this more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so focused meditation is literally, it's the opposite of multitasking. You are literally focusing on one, one. task and mm. the task at hand. Yes. And it doesn't even have to be a task like that you've set yourself to do mm-hmm. uh, like the example they give is drinking a cup of tea. You're literally with that cup of tea. Yes. And you you're drinking it and you're you're thinking about the flavor of the tea, the temperature of the mm-hmm. tea, the process of picking up the cup and how it feels in your hands, yeah. drinking it and how it, it you know goes mm-hmm. down your throat. <laughs> I couldn't say that with a straight face. But anyway, so like focused meditation to me is a really interesting. Oh yeah. And I like that whole mm-hmm. idea a lot. Absolutely. So even if it's like doing the fucking dishes or like cleaning your house, mm-hmm. um, when you're cleaning, you know, you're focusing on one thing. Yes. So like, instead of thinking, okay, after I sweep this floor, I'm going to have to go and clean the kitchen. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to go and do this. Like you're thinking, okay, I'm sweeping this floor right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sweep- I'm cleaning the floor that my loved ones walk on every day. Yes. Like you are consciously focused on the mm-hmm. task at hand. Yes. Which I love. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm I'm done with that one. Sorry, I got I got really excited about it. And the last one that I have uh, of types of meditation is visualization meditation, mm. which is you know your typical like when you think of meditation, you think of a woman saying you are on a beach. Oh dear. And you are laying on the beach and you feel the sun on your face. <laughs> Like that's the woman you hear. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. That was a good mimic. (laughs) Appreciate it. I've done one or two actually (laughs) for my uh, residents. Actually, I lied to you. I have one more type of meditation. How dare you? And this is the one that we started out the podcast with, which Mm -hmm. is referred to as a chanting meditation Mm -hmm. specifically. Mm -hmm. So the OM or even a phrase or mantra that you have or Mm -hmm. a prayer That's where you're repeating and chanting over and over and over again. Yes. So those are the types of uh, meditations that I found. And the ones that just are really, like to me, are the most interesting are the mindfulness and the focused meditations. Those Mm -hmm. ones to me are brilliant. The the ones with the visualization one, it Mm -hmm. kind of, to me, sometimes it can come off as really cheesy. Yeah. Like you're walking through a forest and it's, you look up through the trees and you see the sun. You know what it reminds me of? Tell me. The the only reason, the only reason why I cannot do that is because it reminds me of phone sex. <laughs> well. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like, like, do you get the correlation though? It's not like at the end of the road, there's going to be a dominatrix. <laughs> at the end of the trail, you will see a woman in black. <laughs> She will have a whip and whip you to death. You will slowly, slowly start to lose consciousness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. No, but do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Like the same process that goes into that um, guided meditation is the exact same process that people use for phone sex. It makes you wonder if like women who do guided relaxations are also the voice actors of phone phone sex. That would be hilarious. I mean, like that's a business I want to get into. (laughs) But that's the one reason why, because like if I were to sit down like and do a guided meditation, I would just be laughing the entire time. Like I couldn't take it seriously. You know what I mean? The ones that I can't take seriously are the imagining a glowing light in your third eye 
And imagine that light mm-hmm. traveling down your chakras. And I'm mm-hmm. like, <laughs> 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 and I'm a believer in chakras yeah. and those having power. Yeah. But I cannot when people are like an imaginary ball of light. I have this friend uh, named Brandon and uh, he used to call it Cantress. <laughs> And every single time he said it, I would just laugh. And then he started doing it on purpose just to, like, annoy me. And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) My cantors are acting up. Well, (laughs) it can seem really hokey, like, depending on who's doing it and Mm -hmm. things. Um, To me, because I am more spiritual than I am religious. Mm -hmm. I'm not a very religious person. Same. And so for me, kind of part of my spirituality is meditation and you know me finding the time to be with myself and Mm -hmm. focusing on my Mm self-care and my Mm self-awareness and my aware uh, that helps me to be more aware of others and we've talked about something similar to this before on the podcast where we talked about the difference of how to re-energize yourself Mm -hmm. and the difference of that practice between introverts and extroverts right how um the differences are just like people who like to be involved in other people's lives. Right. They get energy out of As being out to and about. Yeah. Recharging and, and being alone. Yeah. And the other side of the coin would be to people who energize and rejuvenate by taking that moment to themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think those are two, um, two of the opposite sides of the very same coin, but at the exact same time, you have to, I, I think it boils down to being conscious of the moment and being present in the moment. And if you feel like a tool to achieve that is to be on your own, then more power to you. Right. But if you like to be And this is a good tool to use. Yes. And even if you are one to be more energized with people around, Mm -hmm. even in the mornings, just sitting down with a cup of tea and going through your five senses, like, what do I hear? What do Mm -hmm. I see? What do Mm -hmm. I taste? What do I smell? That's my favorite. So like my really quick, something to ground me into to know what my present is at the moment. Mm -hmm. That's something I do is the five senses. Yes. So if that's something that interests you, Mm -hmm. just sit down and go through each of your five senses. And what do you hear? What do you see? What do you Mm -hmm. smell? I also have a few tips. Okay, good. So, um, there is this website. It's called mollylarkin.com. Not sponsored, but it says how to meditate 12 surefire techniques. Okay. And that's what it is. And some of it actually goes over the information that I've already gone over with you before. Um, But I just want to skip right into the list. And number one, um, you're going to like most of these. Oh, good. Number one is observe nature with eyes open. Yeah. Uh, One of the things I learned from Native Americans is that meditation doesn't have to be sitting inside with your eyes closed. Sitting outside with eyes and ears open and observing the world around us is a very powerful meditation. Watch a bug. Birds in flight, flowers in their array of colors, kittens playing. Any of these can bring a wealth of joy and insight. I totally agree. And I totally did this. And I Mm -hmm. didn't even know that was a thing. Mm -hmm. But I was like, so I went to Montana to visit my mom. I've already talked to you all about this. But um, when we went to, we went to a a Buddhist garden, a Buddha garden. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. Um, But at the very top, like there's two big hills. And at the very top of one of the hills, um, there's three, uh, statues and then just a, um, like where the fourth statue would go, it's a blank, um, 
platform. Oh, that's cool. I loved it. So I went over there and just sat down and I was like just taking in because in Montana, Montana is beautiful. Yeah. Huge mountains mm-hmm. everywhere. So I literally just sat there and just took all of it in. And that is so, I feel like that's great for you. Mm-hmm. So that's, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. I love that. Number two, walk in nature while making the same observations. So I think so. That's I, like movement meditation. Yeah, I think this is kind of more like towards the aspect of hiking, mm-hmm. where you can be physically active and walk around and enjoy what is around you and enjoy the environment. Um, now, even hiking just in is your neighborhood. Bit, yeah, hiking is a little extreme, like maybe taking it to the next level over. Mm-hmm. But I think like just taking a walk in the park. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally mm-hmm. agree. Walk your dog. Yes, exactly. Uh, number three. Take a class and learn a mantra or choose a word and focus on it. Sweet. I like it. I like it too. Number four, follow your breath while sitting with your eyes closed. If it's very quiet, you may be able to hear your heart pump and flow. Yeah. I did not know that this was a thing, but I do this all the time. Yeah. Um, That's what I feel like mindfulness is. Listening to your breath, listening to literally your 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 bodily functions. I had this thing where I was trying to explain it to somebody. And I was just like, yeah, when I'm laying on a pillow, I can normally feel my heartbeat in my ear. Mm. And they were just like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) I was just like, no, like other parts of my body will do it too. Like blood is constantly pumping through your body, right? Yeah. And if you're applying pressure to that point of your body, you're going to be able to fear <laughs> you will fear you your heartbeat. You will fear your heartbeat. <laughs> you can feel um, the blood pumping through. That's exactly why healthcare professionals put resistance on a vein yeah. and then they can feel your pulse. Right. So if you're putting so much resistance on a specific part of your body, you can normally feel it. Yeah. So, like, sometimes I will challenge myself, I will try to just feel the resistance of my blood pumping in a specific part of my body just staying completely still right like just sitting down and i'll be like okay hand talk to me you know what i mean like that's how i do it it's pretty fun and i i've always loved it because it clears my mind and it lets me focus on my body you know yeah i got you i'm weird everything that you just said in the past two minutes could be really dirty (laughs) (laughs) i just wanted to to mention that for people who are like because you're talking about blood pumping and specific parts of your body and uh, your hands talking to you. Number five. Okay. Go into silence. How appropriate. <laughs> Turn off TV, radio, iPod, and phone. Yeah. I think that goes pretty well with the theme. Number six. Oh, and you're really going to love this one. Practice the Native American teaching of eating in silence. Mm -hmm. No TV, no conversation. Just focus on the blessing of the food and nourishment you're receiving. Visualize it going through your body, creating health and well-being. I love that. Yeah, yeah. you had just gone over that. Mm -hmm. Number seven, close your eyes and feel the contours of a small rock. What is its texture, temperature, shape, and size? Again, something we've gone over. Well, and that sounds to me like the the five senses kind of thing. Like, yeah. how does it feel? Mm-hmm. What does it look like? Absolutely. Yeah. Being able to visualize those things. Uh, you can ask yourself, how does it smell? You'd probably be like dirt. <laughs> <laughs> or but, salt, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, number eight. Read something meaningful and or inspiring and contemplate what you've read. Sure. Number nine. Oh, this is a shameless plug. 
Listen to a guided meditation CD. I offered two of them on my books and CDs page. What a bitch. Stupid. (laughs) But that is a good thing to do. Like if you're intimidated by meditation, something that is, you don't have to do like a, like the visualization one, (laughs) but they do have like something that I love is that they have like 10 minute morning meditations. And so like waking up to being conscious and present in your body really for me sets me up for the rest of my day feeling somewhat similar. Oh yeah. And if I'm more conscious of how I'm feeling, Mm -hmm. I can take care of myself and then in return, take care of others, which is my job. Yes. Yes. I definitely feel that. Hmm. Okay. Number 10, focus on something with your eyes open for a few minutes, then close your eyes and visualize it. I thought that this was a really interesting practice. Yeah, that is interesting. Because not only does it clear your mind, but it allows you to focus on one single thing at a time. It reminds me of like, you know, that thing in school where they say, stare at this, um, like picture, and then you shift your, like stare at it for two minutes and then shift your eyes over to the blank thing Mm -hmm. and it will appear there. Yeah. Try to visualize it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So number 11, listen to beautiful music. I think that this is a great one because, um, there are so many different types of music and so many different types of people can find a meditative purpose in whatever genre of music really speaks to you. But there are also uh, just tons and tons of music that doesn't have words. Yeah. Well, and you can put on like, my favorite is uh, like anything that has to do with sleep, it's going to have a calming sound to it. So if you just put in music for sleep or music, yeah. even music for meditation, yeah. they will have that like classic hippie sounding yeah. music. If you don't like that, some classic or in the the classical period or the romantic period, yeah. even impressionistic, mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, I almost said Degas, that's an impressionistic painter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, What's his name? The one who did Claire de Lune. Debussy. Thank you. I think it's Debussy. Debussy. That's what I. Debussy. That's Debussy. Right. Oh, that's right. Because yes. we always said Debussy. <laughs> Debussy. So um, you know, impressionistic mm-hmm. or romantic or classical music is yeah. really. Um, I feel like that you could not detach from that music, mm-hmm. but it has no lyrics. So yeah. you're not specifically listening to the lyric, mm-hmm. although that also could be a good meditative practice mm-hmm. sitting there and specifically listening for lyrics yeah. and really listening to what it's saying. Yeah. Cause a lot of the time, I mean, pop singers today, you have no idea what the fuck they're saying. No, but I think that'd be great for like, rap. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's all they say. I feel like that'd be great for rap because I feel like the purpose of rap is the words. Yeah, the lyrics. Because the music is so basic mm-hmm. and, and easily mm-hmm. constructed. Yeah. Like the actual chords and the yes. beat and things. Yes, yes, yes. But yes, the, yes. Uh, the words is what is important. Yes. So, I like that idea. Take a listen. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of lo-fi hip-hop. And lo-fi hip-hop is literally just not cheesy elevator music. Right. Is what it sounds like. Yeah. I was listening to a lo-fi hip hop uh, station one time and somebody came into the room and they were just like, why are you listening to porno music? And I was just like, <laughs> but I know what you're talking about. Cause it is very soothing. Sometimes they have yeah. like the anime girls on it. Yes. yes. I do a, love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. We need to move on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> number 12. You're going to love this one. <laughs> Chant the word. Om. Ugh. Uh, it's the sound of creation. Scientists have recorded the sound of the earth spinning on its axis and determined it's the sound of Om. Buddhists teach that enlightenment can be reached just through the chant of Om. Mm-hmm. Well, 
That's okay. To each his own. Yeah, to each their own. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was my list of 12 surefire meditation techniques. <laughs> But all of those are are very good suggestions. And I think if you are looking to add meditation to your daily life, that that Mm -hmm. is a, a good one. That's a good way to do it. Absolutely. So, um, I guess the moral of the story, you know, in all of this, um, because that was definitely a story. Yeah. Um, just kind of clear your mind, allow yourself to, like you said, be present. Yeah. And, um, get rid of all the bullshit, you know? Right. That weighs you down. Yes. And, uh, you know, people say all the time that your mind is like a house. And so you want your house to be clean and not cluttered. Mm. And so like, Mm -hmm. you know, the same thing with your mind, Mm -hmm. you want it to not be cluttered. You want it to be nice and tidy. It's going to get messy occasionally, but that's, it's good to have something that, you know, you can go to that's grounding Mm -hmm. that can clear it up for you. In this metaphor, are you going to do your mental dishes? No. They sit there all the time and get dirty. I just keep adding to it. They're up to the ceiling by now. Okay. All right. Anyway, so um, let's get moving on uh, to brewing something bitter. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think that's the opposite of om. Is like. So, Meredith, my dear, uh-huh. what makes you bitter? So, this is its kind of a bitter. So, my bitter is that um, I, I made sauerkraut, which I love sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. So, I'm very excited about it. But I can't eat it for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it has to ferment. Oh. Um, so, it makes me <laughs> really upset. There's a, a quicker way to do it. You can cook it and mm-hmm. make sauerkraut. But I want to do it the natural way and get the natural probiotics from okay. it. Okay. All right. So I have to ferment it for two weeks. First world problem. (laughs) You know, this is not a first world problem. (laughs) This is an everybody problem. Anyone who makes natural sauerkraut or kimchi or whatever Mm -hmm. has to do this. And it's a fucking annoying when you want your sauerkraut. I don't know why I went all Boston on that shit. Yeah, you did. You you went there. But anyway, that's my bitter. I would really like to eat my sauerkraut and I can't. I'm afraid. You should be. my life. You should be. Just most of the time. <laughs> I don't know about that, but that's okay. All right. How about you? Do you want to hear my bitter? I would. Do you remember um, once upon a time last don't week? Don't you remember? <laughs> I think well, it was two weeks ago. Okay. Maybe it was two weeks ago. I think you told me this right before. Um, so my car is 100% fixed. Right. I remember. Right? Yes. So, um... The tags are expired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you said to me when you first walked in. Was, my, my tags, tags are, are expired. expired. <laughs> I was like, I guess it's not fixed, is it? So now that she can pass an inspection. <sighs> I didn't get my fucking tag. Well, at least that's the only thing, though. Yeah, just money. Just more money. Da money, money, money. money. Okay. Uh, Well, I'm sorry. It's okay. All of us sympathize with you. Yeah. Well, and that sucks. More money. (sighs) Mo problems. Anyway, that's my bitter. Okay. I I just. mm. (laughs) Well, 
to to spin it around on you <laughs> and get this um, ball rolling. Mm-hmm. What's sweet this week? You know what? I watched Bird Box. Did you? I haven't seen it and I want to. Oh, I thought it was so good. A lot of people have said that it kind of leads you off with a cliffhanger. Uh I don't really think that it's a cliffhanger. I just think it doesn't answer all of the questions that you ask yourself during the movie. And people don't like that. People don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it's a cliffhanger. I think that they resolve the plot of the movie itself pretty well. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there are things that like... For some reason, people just want closure. You know what I mean? On a lot of the things. For whatever reason. For whatever reason, people just want closure. I don't know why the fuck they want closure. What the fuck's their problem? It it doesn't give you closure about a couple of things. Mm. So it's kind of like a... um, a, It makes you think. Mm. It's one of those movies. And I love those kind of movies. Well, good. You know what I mean? Yes. I've been wanting to watch it. So now I'm I'm going to. It's really good. I love it. Yay. Anyway, what about you? What makes you happy? Um, My Mortar and Pestle. Mortar and pestle. Yes. Now, um, are you an actual witch or just part time? Do you? I'm gonna leave that as a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but anyway, I bought one so that I could, because uh, I have a lot of spices that are whole. Mm-hmm. And normally, what I end up doing is I just have the essence of the spice in there, so I take mm-hmm. it out so that it I don't just have a chunk of spice in there. So you don't use a a, a raw eye of newt. No, no, not a raw. Just not the a raw. essence. Yes, essence okay, of eye you. of newt. Um, so now <laughs> I can dry my eyes of newt and I can crush them in this mortar and, and pestle. So it's actually really handy. I have pepper that I've been doing uh, doing that with and mm-hmm. nutmeg. And when I want to mix spices together mm. really well, I'll put it in there. Yeah. It's just really nice. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I like it. It's also really beautiful. Yes. It's a really pretty. It's like a white marble yeah. look. And it's, it's really nice. It's wonderful. It's really nice. Um, the next time you make a love concoction, no, you're just going to have to slide it my way because okay. I'm still single, folks. I'll make you some, some lovely <laughs> love potion. Oh, goodness. Okay. We need to wrap this up yep. because I don't know why. We're hungry. We just, that too? Yeah. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, speoples of the world. Boys and, and girls. Everything in between. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, if you want to uh, educate yourself about meditation or meditative practices, I welcome you to do that. If you want to become a phone sex operator, you get your coin. You do you. You do you. Yeah. I promote slutty ambition. We support you. <laughs> we do. We support you. But until next time, you can do that on your own. <laughs> we don't support you until next time. <laughs> Beautiful farewells, everybody. Goodbye. Adios. Adios.